Welcome to Climate Watch, a podcast that delves deep into the pressing issue of climate change. I'm Wang Zihang. The great wildebeest migration is one of the most spectacular natural phenomena in the world. Each year, over two million wildebeest, along with hundreds of thousands of zebras and gazelles, travel 2,000 kilometers between Tanzania and Kenya in search of greener pastures. The highlight of the Great Migration occurs between July and August, with the sight of wildebeest crossing the crocodile-infested Mara River, which straddles the border of the countries. However, due to the impact of climate change, the time of the Great Migration has been disrupted, with its scale and duration shrinking. In today's program, we'll examine the impacts of climate change on the Great Migration, and we will search for ways to ensure a better future for wildlife. Tourists from around the world are anxiously anticipating the great wildebeest migration in Kenya's Masamara National Reserve. The rain, which was supposed to come in June, is notably delayed. Although a few minor crossings have occurred, the majority of the wildebeest in Tanzania's Serengeti National Park remain uncertain about the availability of food on the other side of the Mara River. The postponement of the migration doesn't just disappoint tourists. It also jeopardizes the entire ecosystem in Masamara. To find out the details, Gaujinya has spoken with wildlife photographer Juju, based in Kenya. She's been observing the great wildebeest migration for the past three years. What changes have you observed this year in the Masai Mara regarding the annual great wildebeest migration? How long was it delayed? What factors contributed to the delay? How much of a role has climate change played? Well, I have a documenting migration for almost three years, and for this year, it has been delayed for like two months, which is very unusual. The migration can be influenced by various effects, including rainfalls and food availability. The change I observed it was the volume of a wild beast and the duration of the stay. Over the past three years, the number of the wild beasts in Masemara has been decreasing, and the duration of the stay has been getting shorter and shorter. It was all because of the rain. The Mara was really, really dry. So yes, climate change contributed the most, I believed. Mm-hmm. And local authorities in Kenya have reportedly started fires to encourage fresh grass grow and attract migrating herds. Can you explain this strategy and its effectiveness? Personally, do you agree with this approach? Well, it's definitely not the fun parts. Yes, it has been happening for a long time. Of course, there are always advantage and disadvantage. Control the burns are sometimes used to stimulate new grass growth, attracting herbivores such as wild beast. The strategy mainly makes the natural approach depends on the local system, and there are potential impacts. On other species like wild beasts, zebras, antelope, and many others will benefit from getting fresh green grass, while the other will lost their homes and even their young ones due to fires. I think there are around 450 to 500 bird species found in the Mara region, and these include both residents and migrators. Um, adults are easily escaped from the fire, but the baby and eggs cannot, unfortunately, as well as the snake species. I personally saw there are many group of the vultures circling in the sky, 
and they were looking for the barbecue snakes. In my view, it is important for the park authorities to always know what time of the year would be the best to start fire and how much of the mara should be allowed to burn per each year. Okay, I see. So personally, you think this approach it can work, right? But definitely, they have to make sure the time is right because if it's not right, it will bring more damage to the wildlife there. Yes.、Mm-hmm. And despite the delay, the great wildebeest migration did occur. Based on your observations, were there any differences from previous years, such as the scale of the migration, the duration of the animals' stay in Kenya, or the routes they took? Is there any difference?、Um, yes, this year there's some came to Kenya in end of July, but they went back to Serengeti very quickly.、Um, the scale has been changing since the land was demarcated. Before this migration could take three to four months, but now due to the climate change, their routine system has been changed completely. They rarely stay for two months. Actually, this is not the first time that climate change has disrupted this natural wonder. Similarly, in 2021, a dry spell also affected the migration. Having followed wildlife in Kenya for, like you said, over three years, how have you observed climate change impacting the great wildebeest migration, the broader wildlife, and the natural environment?、Um, it's really bringing a lot of impact. A factor rainfall. Panthers leading to the food and water scarcity, especially in the normal reproduction period. Originally, there are specific months for most wildlife mating, and specifically months on when to give a birth, depending on their gestation period. Yeah, we call this mating season. This is a timing has suddenly changed to unknown period right now.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not a good news to most of the wildlife there in Mara. And、uh, what consequences does the delayed crossing have for wildebeest and the Maasai Mara ecosystem? For example, like its impact on the predators. I would say it's a really a challenge to them. A delayed crossing could affect the ecosystem and result in increasing competition for food. Sources potential stress on animals and impacts on predator and prey dynamic. Like lions are forced to gun up for big hunts, like buffaloes, hippos, which is very risky for them, or to go to steal cow from the villages, and they might get killed as well. Even crocodiles won't have enough food this year. They will only be feeding on fish, and they're not enough. Yeah, that's some fresh information from you, you know, on the first hand. Is the delayed crossing causing disappointment among tourists and potentially affecting business for this and future years? A lot. Many people visit Masai Mara only for this reason, and if they don't see it happening, it is totally disappointment and a loss of money. It is affecting local business, which they're relying on tourism. However, this could also provide an opportunity to showcase the importance of understanding natural variability. Yeah, I totally agree with you. It is very important for us all to understand, the, you know, this whole balance in the ecosystem. 
And like you said, because of the delayed crossing, the lions, the big predators, now they are going even for those livestock, you know, for food. So I believe and I guess more wildlife actually they are entering the human settlements and farms in search of pasture and water, and have human wildlife conflicts increased. Can you provide some examples? Oh yes, climate change induced shifts in wildlife behaviors can lead to increased interaction with the human settlements. This result in conflict as animals searching for food and water. According to one of my Maasai friends, a month ago, two kids were killed by elephants on their way to school. Tragedy, and there are increasing conflicts of village cows are eaten by both lions and spot hyenas. Ah,、oh, that's yeah. Like you said, it is so tragic. It is, but you know this happens, and it will be happening a lot. You know, if there's no solution for climate change. Thirty-nine point one degrees Celsius. Don't worry, you'll be just fine after a shot in some pills. When we have a high fever, we should go see a doctor for medical treatment. When Mother Earth is running a high fever, extensively on the heat waves that have hit large areas. Greece is bracing for its longest heat wave on record. Change is terrifying. Just like us, she reaches out for help. What can we do to make her feel better? Hey, I brought my own water bottle. I brought a reusable bag. Bring your own water bottle in place of disposable tableware. Don't use a plastic bag. It's too hot. Let's get a car. No, we can get there in just ten minutes by bike. Walk or ride a bicycle instead of driving for short distances. Oh wow, is your phone broken? Why don't you get a new one? It's okay. I'll get it fixed and can still use it. Repair items whenever possible, instead of replacing them with new ones. Don't bother printing out the meeting proposal. I've set up a shared online document for it. Build a paper-free working environment instead of printing everything out. The era of global warming has ended. Effects from global warming are recurring much more frequently than in the past. The era of global boiling has arrived. Mother Earth has a fever. And we cannot withstand the consequences. Take prompt actions to reduce, reuse, and recycle. If current trends persist, is the great wildebeest migration at risk of vanishing? What proactive steps can we take to mitigate the impacts of climate change and ensure the migration endures for future generations? Gaojingya and Juju continue their discussion. What do you see the future of the Great Migration? Could it eventually disappear? Do you believe so?、Oh, this is a good question.、Um, the migration between Serengeti and Masai Mara—it's a natural phenomenon which has been occurring for thousands of years. It's one of the most spectacular wildlife events on Earth. While the Great Migration might facing challenging due to the climate change, it is difficult to predict if. It will disappear entirely. As long as there's a rain, the number might change, but not completely disappear. From your perspective, what can we do to mitigate the impact of climate change on wildlife? What can we do?、Um, climate change is a global issue. We need definitely plant more trees, reduce pollutions, and promote clean energy. And great efforts on human wildlife conflicts are also very, very important. It is sustainable practices.、Mm-hmm. As far as you know, 
Are there any initiatives or conservation efforts underway to address the impact of climate change on the Great Migration? Yes, there are both at the county level and national level. I think even thinking globally, the organizations like MMWCA, the Masai Mara Wildlife Conservation Association, which is supporting the recover of elephants, lion, and other species in Masai Mara, I believe they're having very good program.、Mm. Yeah. And what role can local communities and government play in mitigating the impact of climate change on wildlife? Oh, there are the key parts. The governments need to create awareness within the local community and help them understand the danger of climate change for both wildlife and domestic animal. Develop education program for school, colleges, or community centers. Use social media or blog to share information, success stories, and challenges related to this issue. Additionally, local communities need to find a balance between the amount of land needed for a certain number of cows and their timing of livestock reproduction. They can also contribute by creating protected area and supporting community-based conservation efforts. It's just like a lot of、uh, private conservancy what they do now.、Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think you did give us a. Lot of good advice, and I think、uh, based on your answers, we know that you personally yourself also have this, you know, responsibility and awareness. And how are you personally working to inspire others to take action and to mitigate the impact of climate change? Um, I'm really trying my best. Climate change—it's a natural calamity that affects everyone and everywhere. As wildlife photographer, I'm delivering messages through my photo works by sharing my personal experience of encounter with the wildlife, like what I'm doing with you right now for the interview, and educate the people I know from the local community about land use practice and risk of maintaining large cattle herds. Practice in my own life, such as reducing energy consumption, using eco-friendly products. Uh, supporting conservation initiatives, educate my son. They're young. They're the future. Remember, even small efforts can make a difference when manipulated by collective action. You dedication and commitment can inspire others to join in the efforts to protect wildlife, addressing climate change. That's Juju, a wildlife photographer based in Kenya, speaking with Scal Junya. Subscribe to Climate Watch on major podcast platforms and be part of the expedition that can shape the destiny of our world. Let's now join Yang Guang for an overview of the latest climate developments affecting our planet. Here in Asia, nearly 2,000 people in the Philippines have left their homes due to severe flooding unleashed by Typhoon Saula, the seventh storm hitting the country this year. It's now heading to China, where a red alert has been issued. In North America, Hurricane Idalia has slammed ashore in Florida as a powerful Category Three storm with destructive winds and torrential rains. Video footage from the landing shows ocean waters washing over highways and neighborhoods swamped by extensive flooding. In South America, the ice fields that stretch hundreds of kilometers in Chile's Patagonia are melting at some of the fastest rates on the planet. 
Glaciers are disappearing amid unusually warm summers and shifting rain patterns. In Europe, the wildfire in northeastern Greece has scorched an area larger than New York City. It's the largest fire on European soil in years and deadliest on the continent this summer, having claimed at least 20 lives. In Africa, an IMF reporting indicates that fragile and conflict-affected states are the greatest climate change casualties. The report says three times more people are affected by natural disasters in fragile states than in other countries each year, and the fragile states tend to suffer higher losses from climate shocks as a result of the lack of financial means. As a natural wonder of the world, the great wildebeest migration plays a significant role in Africa's ecosystems. Any disruption to the migration reverberates through the entire ecological network. That's all we have for this edition of Climate Watch. To listen to this episode again and to catch up on our previous episodes, you can search Climate Watch on major podcast platforms. You can also contact us via Audio Newsroom at cgtn.com. Each move counts. Together, let's make a difference.